Bums. Welcome to another installment of Bums Corner Coast to Coast. I am Mike Eshelman. And I'm Tom Arnholt. And this is the 29th episode of our show, and we're going to do something a little bit different. Last month in um, my issue of Rolling Stone, they had a, a top 50 TV shows of all time article. And immediately as I was going through it, I thought, this will piss Arnold off to no end. (laughs) And right you were. (laughs) So because it's such a huge list, we're going to break it in half. We'll do half this episode, half next episode. And if all works out, we'll still be able to squeeze in a Christmas special. Huzzah! Yes. And I, I will apologize up front. I'm dog-sitting my daughter's dog. And apparently I've become allergic since last time I saw her. So <sighs> if, if I go mute all of a sudden, it's because I'm blowing my nose or sneezing my eyeballs out of their sockets. Isn't aging great? Like, you discover, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, after 50 years, you're allergic to this. Sorry. Yeah. Well, Enjoy I- that. I've been allergic to dogs all my life, but as long as I'm yeah. not, like burying my face in their fur, it's fine. You know, it's no big deal. I can sit and pet them all day. But yeah. she was dropped off yesterday morning, and immediately, like, my nose is just gushing snot. I'm like, what the fuck is uh, going on here? <laughs> so it, it's been a long couple days. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh Okay, so, okay, overall, before we dig into this, as you read the list, what were your initial impressions? Um, uh, my initial impression, well, I had two questions. Mm-hmm. How old was the person that created this list, and had they ever seen, have they, have they ever wa- actually watched television? The answer is, I don't know, and yes. So (laughs) the list was made by 46 writers, producers, and critics that are involved in Rolling Stone or develop TV shows. Um, Let me give you an example. Jude Apatow, you you might have seen his work. Uh, Yeah. Cross, you've heard of him, I'm sure. I, yeah. Uh, Tony Hmm. Hale, Chris Carter, the guy that made X-Files. Yeah. Uh, Joel McHale, the guy from Community. So it was a bunch of actors, and then you had some critics in there and Rolling Stone people. Now, the thing about Rolling Stone lists are it it almost, it's like a BuzzFeed list for them. It's like they almost create it to piss you off, you know? That's a great, great fucking analogy, yeah. Like whenever and and I should I should know better, but every time they come out with like their top five hundred albums of all time list, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll be angry. Yeah. Until the next year, and like, God damn it, I just need to stop because they're they're fucking they're trolls is what they are. Yeah. So it's like here's the four hundred and ninety best albums, and then ten of them that we're gonna put in the fuck with you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ten because you know we've been paid or we owe this guy. <laughs> so again, there there's a lot of things yeah. in here I didn't agree with. Um, yes, I agree that some of them were just far fetched, and some of them yeah. seem like fan service. 
you know the, the you know from from fifty to twenty six. It's it doesn't bother me it's the stuff that's on here so much. It's it's a lot of it really overall is the stuff that's not on here, and I think we'll probably address that better yep. next episode. Yes. Um, oh yeah, when we get to the like the top ten, yeah, then that's where my my issues are. Yeah, my 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 big problems are are yeah twenty five through number one. <laughs> um, however, you know there there are some items on the the, the fifty to twenty six list that why is this on here or why isn't this higher on the list? Yeah, that yes. So okay, well let's start off. The Dig it. Last slot number fifty. They have Jeopardy. In my opinion, totally, totally deserves to be on this list. Yep, I agree. And honestly, um, I thought about like, you, like you just said, should it be higher? And I don't think so. No, I think that's a that's a respectable. Yeah, Jeopardy fifty, yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool with that. All right, one down. See, that wasn't right. so bad, was it? <laughs> Away we go. All right, uh, forty nine. They have friends. So again, not my cup of tea. I, I don't like that show, but uh, I think as if you look at it not necessarily from quality but from cultural relevance. Maybe yeah, right. And that's kind of where I was was looking at that. I'm like, yeah, you can't not have friends. It did, as far as the whole ensemble cast thing goes. Kind of reinvented that to, to, to some extent. Yes. Um, Absolutely, reinvented that as a genre. Um, obviously, a, a cultural impact. So yeah, it deserves it. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with I'm friends. I'm glad it's not higher. You know, it, it's yeah. at the bottom of the list where it says we acknowledge that you existed, and that's all you get from us. Right. Thank <laughs> you for your service. Right. <laughs> So, okay, so after that is 48, The Shield. I've never seen it. Oh, come on. I know what it is. It was the, it was a cop show with the bald guy that wasn't Kojak. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, that's that's how it was sold. Like, you want the <laughs> yeah. elevator pitch? It's, it's a like, cop right. show with a bald guy that's not Kojak. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get Michael Chiklis? Of course. All right, I'm in. All right, I'm in. Yeah. Um, it, it was a rough show to watch. I mean, it was violent. Um, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I mean, it was very popular. What was it, 2000s? Like, it was like 20 years ago, uh, right? It was 2002 to 2008. Okay. I remember a lot of the, the, a lot of the folks I worked with were... It, it wasn't available at the time, you know, overseas. It wasn't available on AFN at the time. So a lot of folks that I knew were, like, waiting, you know, weekly to get the VHS sent to them from their, their mom or dad. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and it, it was a very popular show. And okay. all, I know it, it just by virtue of the job that I had at the time, I, you know, was, was reporting on things and, Entertainment-wise, there was a lot of buzz about the show. Right. I have no point of reference. It was never on my list of oh god. Okay, as soon as I, as soon as we get back, I'm watching the right. fucking shield. 
Um, and eventually, it did sh- it did show up. It did show up on AFN a couple of years later. Um, right. And again, yeah, just like meh. No. Yeah, I, I tried. I, I within the past year, I, I'd say I tried to rewatch it, but honestly, uh, this was at the time it was somewhat cutting edge, like with that anti-hero, you know, the the negative cop aspect of it. But man, a, a broken broken man trying to do the right thing. Yeah, since O2, despite not caring, that's been done <sighs> so much. You know, we have so many yeah. anti-hero shows now. Yeah, and, and again, this one, the violence on this one was, was cranked up, which typically doesn't bother me. But man, they they went for the jugular on on the, you know the graphic scenes. Yeah, it's just shit that sells. I mean, I I watched the hell out of this when it was on. So yeah, I agree. It again, it like Friends. It's it's acknowledging its place. It was a good mm-hmm. show. It was very well done. They actually went out on their own terms. It wasn't canceled. So mm, yeah, cool. forty-eight's a solid spot. Right on. So right ahead of that was my so-called life, which was a year shit <laughs> show. What's that? It was only on for a year. That's what I thought. It was Claire Danes. Yeah, that was Claire Danes. Didn't they just like pluck her off the street to, <laughs> <laughs> to do this? No. Um I, I think I may have watched a episode. Yeah. But I do recall the buzz around the show. And if I recall, there was not another show on TV at the time or prior that dealt head on with the angsty 90s teen. Yes. Yes. Um. um. I, or, or you know, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I, I was about right where you were. I, I watched maybe two episodes of this. Yeah. But, like, female friends at the time, all of them watched this. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Every one of them. Every one of them. Um, so, yeah, obviously we were not the target demographic for this. <laughs> we were not. This product. We were not. Um, but I mean, uh, I, in some respects, it was, I guess, not, I don't know if groundbreaking is quite, quite the right word, but like she had that gay friend that wore the eye makeup and was right, like out in high school. And that was, oh my God. Whereas, you know, in reality, yeah, everybody knew the gay guy, you know, every, like <laughs> he wasn't the only one in the, in, in the United States, you know, but it was the, the, that, that group of people that the fraction of the population had some representation on television. And so in that respect, right. yeah, it was like, wow, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and again, this show was not written for me in any way, shape or form, but um, no, I'm glad I got an acknowledgement on their list. I mean, yeah, like you said, it wasn't groundbreaking necessarily, but it it, it filled that niche. And, mm-hmm. and again, like I didn't watch on a regular basis, but I think every female friend I had did. You know, you, yeah. you cannot talk to a woman in our age group and ask them, have you seen the show? None of them will answer no. Right. Yeah, absolutely right. So, okay, so this next one, I will admit I've never seen. 46, The West Wing. Oh, 
I've seen it. Yeah. It was it was alright. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's like one of the top fifteen TV shows of all time. Um right. as far as TV shows that revolve or center upon the White House. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch um, Designated Survivor? No. All right. To me, that was really good. Right? The, the, the idea is that during the State of the Union address, Congress, I mean, it gets blown up. Capitol Hill gets destroyed. So the president, president, like everybody in government is gone to include the majority of the Supreme Court. And so like they've got the designated survivor dude that's like the one member of the cabinet that's like shuffled off to a hotel down the street. Right. Whose job it is is to, you know, assume the role of president in the event shit hits the fan and shit hits the fan. And, uh. Yeah, it's like he's like the, the like housing and urban development guy. He's a <laughs> right. total like total independent that actually like the morning prior was like kind of losing his job, <laughs> and all of a sudden he's president. He's like, uh, what? Right. And so he's got. It's a really good show. I I really enjoyed it because uh, there's the uh, a couple of years it was. Huh. I think on Fox for a couple of years, and I think maybe Netflix picked it up for the last year, last season to wrap it up. I'll be damned. Well, and I it's got that guy. Uh, according yeah. to Google, Kiefer Sutherland was in it. Mm-hmm. That's the guy. IEQ. Damn, I haven't seen her in a while. All right, so I guess yeah. this one can have us in a spot. It can have um, its spot. I mean, I don't know if there was a... a a show like it prior to this, right? I, I can't think of of another show prior to West Wing that that centered around the the events going on within the White House. So in that respect, yeah, all right, yeah. And it was okay. again. I watched a few episodes. It was all right. I'm not mad uh, at that. There, there must have been something else in that time slot that I watched on a regular basis. But to each his own. All right. So that brings us up to 45. Columbo. Absolutely. <laughs> that was, it was a fun, fun show, and and again, you know, we were we were way too young to catch this the first time around, but it was always yeah. on in reruns, you know, right? And it it's one of those shows that it's got legs. It 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 stands yeah. the test of time. I mean, it's absolutely, it's absolutely. You know, yeah, obviously the subject matter and the the fashion and the whatnot you know, might be outdated, but. As a body of work, as it's it's great. It's it's yes. pure just detective work, and absolutely, he's brilliant, brilliant detective. Oh, oh well, just, uh, one more thing. I just, I just got one more thing. <laughs> yeah, I, and I love how he would always trip everybody up, and, and I guess that just, that speaks to how much I think Law and Order owes that show, not necessarily oh, yeah. the the character. But the structure, you know, yeah. you watch Columbo, you know exactly what's going to happen 12 minutes into that show. Oh, yeah. 40 minutes into that show, there was that consistent pattern. And I think that yeah. made it so so easily digestible, you know? It, it was. Like, it was. This, he's going to trip this guy up in something that I missed. You know, I tugged hard on the red herring, 
Mm -hmm. wasn't paying attention to that corner of the screen, and he's going to get us all, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It was great. Yeah. Forty five is a good, a good, a good place for that. I think you know. Yeah, I mean, and again, groundbreaking. Nah, not really. I mean, it it was timeless entertainment, and it did kind of. Yeah. It made an indelible mark on that on that cop show genre. Yes. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Nothing I've seen. Nothing I've seen since has come close to recreating anything like that. Monk, in a, in a in a way, came close. Yeah, but not quite. You know, it didn't capture that lightning in a bottle. But it was that same, you know, appearances only. It doesn't seem like this is the smartest guy in the room. But all of a sudden, they just bam hit you. Yeah, Senator, for I watched a couple episodes of Monk because I liked him as the cab driver on Wings, but uh, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, and it's like. <laughs> I found him really annoying as Monk. Huh. I, I enjoyed the show, but again, it, it was that, um, I don't it, it's like television pound cake, you know, like an episode of Monk, you always know what you're going to get. So it, it was very yeah. satisfying. Yeah. All right. So right ahead of Columbo, we have Late Night with David Letterman at number 44. Now see, NBC or CBS, they don't differentiate. Uh, Actually, in the Rolling Stones article, it's his stint from 92, is it 82 to 93. Okay, so. So that would have been NBC. That's the, that's the NBC run, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it that. Oh, 44? Sure. Maybe I would say that that should be maybe a little higher. Um, I'll tell you what, if. And, and again, I think my problem with all of these lists are television has been around long enough that you need to differentiate it out. You know, the top fifty comedies or something like mm-hmm. that. So when you have a list like that, this that's so broad, um, if you're going to pick one late night show, make it the best one. I think I, by far Letterman. Ooh, you know, uh, you're probably thinking Carson. I'm thinking tonight's show in general um, would take the top spot for the late night television simply because it it, it has the longe- the longevity. It started right. so I mean, back with 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 Parr, Jack Parr. That's whoever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back in the in the, in the in the way before time, you know, the Tonight Show was groundbreaking because there wasn't anything like it on ever before. And then yeah. Carson came on and just added, like, fucking whatever it was that Doc Brown threw in the furnace of the train in, in Back to the Future 3. That's what right. Carson did to, <laughs> <laughs> to The Tonight Show. And it just became okay, so an, an, an iconic platform. Let's see now. A, I was going to say, Letterman comes along right. and turns all that on its fucking head. Yeah, it says okay. To say like, yeah, okay. If you made this list every year, yes, Carson would have been on it for eons. Oh yeah. At some point, you have to give Letterman credit because he did. He he did. He he threw the whole concept out and started all over again. Oh yeah, completely redefined it. Yeah. Entertaining that era, you know. Everybody, the fucking snark sold. 
and that guy had it in spades. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it, unless it was like Warren Zevon, he acted like he didn't give a shit if the person was going to be there or not. You know, he's like, I'm here. Yeah. And I'll ask you a question and then just get out. We're having yeah. too much fun. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you done? All right. Drive, drive, drive safe now. Hey, Paul, you know this guy? Right. <laughs> uh, okay. So this next, this was an interesting one. So at 43, they had Insecure, which was a, a recent HBO show. I've never heard Five of it. seasons. And again, um, I I don't know. Did you see Insecure? No. Okay, I, I they recommend it, highly recommend it. Really? Um, and Meryl actually turned me on to it. She recommended it to me several years ago, and I loved it. It was it was an interesting portrayal of um, black women being friends, like in their late twenties, early thirties. So, again, it, it's not something I would have been exposed to during my life and thought, oh, this is going to be shit. It was mm-hmm. all new, and it was it was funny, and it was interesting, and um, I think it lasted just long enough. You know, they took a slice, five seasons, looked at these girls' lives, or women's lives, and then got out. So it didn't nice. drag on. They didn't get old. They didn't do Friends, where it just, you know, turns into a parody. Oh so it, was, it was a solid, solid show. So, yeah, 43, fine. Um, I have issues on the front end of this discussion with some of the shows they picked, but Insecure is is an excellent show. I recommend it to everybody, and it's a good spot for it at 43. Right on. I'll check it out. That's super good. That was 42. Oh, the reboot, Battlestar Galactica. I watched the first two episodes. Yeah. And it just didn't take. Really? Yeah. I mean, I really wanted to. <laughs> I really wanted to because I was like, fucking Battlestar is back. Yeah, Galactica, right. go. Um, Ed- Edward James almost. Great to see him getting work. Uh, but fuck, I, for some reason, I'm like, it's just not grabbing me. It, I don't know if it was just. I can't remember. I'm just like this. Yeah, this isn't. I don't know if the notes they were trying to hit were too loud, and it it it, it didn't hit in my my ear correctly as they had that, hoped. That yes, the um the thematically, it was mm. heavy handed. Yeah, you know, and again, this was, oh three. So were you still over in Germany? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it, it was a lot. It was heavy religion, heavy politics. Yeah. With some spirituality. I think that's. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like the Bible in space. I don't, I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you hit on, man. Fantastic cast. Fantastic mm. cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and oddly enough, similar to what you were talking about, um, What's her name? Mary McDonald is like the secretary of education. So when in the future, yeah. they get blown all to hell, all of a sudden, you know, humanity is on basically the arc trying to get out of town and she's present. Yeah. 
great. Yeah. Actually, it's funny. When Destiny's, when Destiny the Trevor came out, I actually thought of that. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? So this I is like the, non, the non-sci-fi yeah. version of this. Yeah, it, it, it is heavy-handed sometimes, but I liked it. I especially yeah. liked the... Um, the, the, the ship battles that they would do because I yeah. as far as you can get with sci-fi I thought they were very realistic in that they showed the speed and they showed no noise so it was just like quiet little ships flying around outside like okay this this is how it actually should be as filled. it would be yeah right instead of the whoosh, 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 stuff pew around. pew pew yes <laughs> okay so Above Battlestar Galactica, above West Wing, we have number 41, <laughs> Jack Horseman. <laughs> uh, uh, an excellent Netflix um, show. It lasted like five or six years, I think. So um, yeah. you did watch this, right? I've seen, again, It kind of like Battlestar Galactica. I, I watched the first several episodes. I think I watched a few more episodes of Jack Horseman than I did Battlestar. Um <laughs> because they're shorter and I may have fallen asleep but uh, yeah again didn't grab me really? which I, I I was really surprised because everything about the show feels like it was kind of written at me I was going to say Jesus Christ is practically a documentary it, right? <laughs> maybe it was too maybe it was too close to home I felt threatened said <laughs> Fuck these guys, I don't look like that. I don't have a horse face. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not unlike one. Fuckers. Who's <laughs> rubbing it in? It I'll tell you what, for for an animated show and one that spends a lot of time sweeping the entertainment industry. Yeah, and this hit a lot of, of really, really heavy topics too over the course of five years. Yes, um, and I, I recommend it to people, but I warned them too. Like <laughs> the first half of the season one is going to be kitschy and it's going to be fun, and you know, Bojack's a, a fun drunk. You know, it, it's fun to watch him wreck his car and, and get. You know, pulled over and stuff like that. I'm like, but then the shit gets dark, and they go into his mom issues and all of this weird. Like, um, huh. he was just me tooing before it was a thing. So, it, yeah, it, fuck it. Maybe that's I. Maybe I, I. Maybe I didn't give it long enough of a chance. I recommend it, and and again, I. I you're probably not looking for more stuff to watch right now, but give it another shot. Yeah. Maybe. It's worth it. It, it. I'd say out of all of the the animated shows that have come out in the past decade, I'd say BoJack's probably in the top three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, it's Damn. solid. And plus the cast. I mean, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. But that's. I, I will give that another look because I think I may have bailed too early. I, I think so. And again, like you. Of all the people I know, I think it, it probably would have struck a chord with you. <laughs> Alrighty then. Yeah. So number forty. Forty. The good place. I really like the show. 
And I'm not sure why, because it's not... I think because it was a spoof of heaven, at the end, like, the demons were in charge. Um, I like that red herring at, like, at the yeah. end of the season, the end of the well, run. They did was it like, every season, too. Like, there's a huge yeah. twist every fucking year. It was yeah. great. It was so much yeah. fun. Um, um, and again, Ted Danson kind of plays Ted Danson in everything yes. he is, but he was really good at playing Ted Danson in this. Um, yes. Yeah, fantastic <laughs> cast, too. I mean, it was just was so a fun. Oh, great cast. Um, really good writing, very clever. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think of a very original idea, and I, and I was happy that. For as never, ever, I forget how many seasons there were, but it, it never got old. It never got no. like trait or oh, the rehashing this. Oh, this is a, no. It was very. It seemed always very fresh and original. Yes, absolutely. It was so fun, and it, you know, when you look at the all the shows I watched throughout the course of a year, this one stuck out because it was so clean and wholesome and good. Yeah, it, you know, it was like nothing else I was watching. But I don't know. It was fun. Um, yeah, I agree. I like watching Ted Danson be Ted Danson. He's good at it. It was lighthearted, and it was like just sci-fi enough. You know, there was just that that hint right. of weird going on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I agree. And forty's a good spot for it. You know, it, it's not earth shattering by any means. It it was it was a strange twist. <laughs> I'd give it, yeah. I mean, it was a very original twist and a, a very original take, you know, on on that world that is the afterlife, you know. And then, then, you know, to get to the end of the whole run of the show, it was great. I mean, it was wrapped. That last season was was phenomenal, which is the this was oh, just yeah. a, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, so you know, overall, as a, as, a, as a full body of work, absolutely belongs on this list for just for originality and execution alone. I couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, now speaking of funny ass shows, <laughs> number thirty nine, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, as much as I want to say I've watched it all, and I have not. I've I've seen a handful of episodes and I've enjoyed every single one of them. <laughs> and for some reason, I I don't know why I don't consistently go back to this. Yeah, but yeah, I have thirty nine. Sure, yeah, very funny, um, solid. Again, amazing writing. Um, oh yeah. And I again, I don't think I've seen every single episode, but I think the problem with it is it's hard to binge because it, yeah, it's, it's so cringy that you can't sit for two hours and soak up that much cringe. Right, and that's you know, again that, that's that's what separates this from Seinfeld. So you can turn you can you can binge Seinfeld okay. for the most part, um, certain seasons. Of Seinfeld, you can binge. <laughs> this is Seinfeld on steroids. <laughs> yes. Um, but again, obviously, Larry David, you've got that brilliant, that that genius writing, that pacing, the the dialogue is so just organic. Everything about it yes. is just so spot on and 
real. And that's, I think, why you can't binge this is because it's like, oh my God, my heart. This, this is. <laughs> stop reading my mind. You're saying the things I'm thinking. <laughs> what I love about the character is if, if he was just slightly less of an asshole, you could be so sympathetic for him. Right. Oh my God. And I think that's, and again, the, the genius is that that's on purpose. You don't. Yes. He doesn't want the world to like this guy no. like that. He's like awful. <laughs> the embodiment of all that's wrong. And it's, yeah. I think it's just one of those. Yeah, this this seems like this. It's like a Tootsie Pop. It's like, yeah, it's candy on the outside, but the the center, it's a fucking Tootsie Roll. Who wants that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah, like, I thoroughly enjoy that show. And and again, you know, low high thirties. That's not a bad spot. <laughs> According to their um, 46 people that put this together, Hill Street Blues is slightly better than that. Uh, again, I think Hill Street Blues was one of those, not necessarily groundbreaking, but it was like the next phase of the, the trade and true cop show. It was the next phase of that genre. It was you know gritty, and you had the guy with had the fingerless gloves and the cap, and he would spit and call you dog breath. (laughs) (laughs) That's gritty. (laughs) Carl never did that. (laughs) What I remember about this show when it was on in uh, early 80s, early mid-80s, was that, that fucking jarring, shaky camera that they used in that. Yeah, like that. Uh, oh, were, I forgot about they, that. That Blair Witch bullshit. That, that documentary style filming, you know. The, yeah, the guerrilla tactics. But mm-hmm. again, the solid show. I remember watching it. I don't think it like left any visible or hidden scars. I don't think I would go back and watch it. But it, it was there. It was very good. Yeah, I kind of remember it. It got like a shitload of Emmys when it was on, and then it was it was. They're not there anymore. Yeah, I mean, brilliantly written. You know, again, fantastically acted. Great cast, great writers. Um, this seems a little high on the list for 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 me. Okay, and and again, you know, with with as long as television has been a thing, I, I think you could have picked better representation of the the police shows. Right. This isn't better than Columbo. No, no, you're right. I give I put Columbo higher than this. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So the next one I'd sort of have an issue with, actually. Shit, I'd put Adam 12 above that. Oh my god. Naked gun, yes. Well, absolutely. But no, that's not on the list because we're only we'll we'll address that next session on what's not on twenty five to number one. No, so number thirty seven is Arrested Development. I think it deserves to be on the list. I don't know if thirty seven. I mean, I could swap this with Jeopardy. <laughs> okay, only so because. Go ahead. 
my take, if the Netflix reboot never happened, I'd put this in top 20. If you would See, I never watched the Netflix reboot. I never saw the Netflix reboot. Right. I didn't do Don't. it. Don't. I, this I know. I, I unrecommend. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, the original run on Fox, I thought, was brilliant. It's great. Just brilliant. Amazing cast, great writing. Just all of it was so good. Like, I yeah. love that the single camera yep. shots that they oh. did was just awesome. Okay, so so well done, way, it was masterful. It, it, it even it, it kind of had a bow tie at the end too. They sort of wrapped everything up. Yeah, and then you know Netflix in the dead of night digs up grandma and tries to throw her on the slab and bring her back to life again. Plays Bride of the Re- Re- Reanimator 4. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if, if you include the Netflix run, I'd say it, it is not a top 50 show. If, if it's purely the... the yeah. Was it Fox? Yeah, I was right. It was, yeah. If you just base it on Fox, absolutely amazing comedy. Agree. Fuck Netflix. Uh, yeah, they give us Bojack. Then on the other hand, they give us the shit. But I digress. Okay, so I, I have no problem with the next one, number thirty-six. I love Lucy. Absolutely, one of the best shows of all time. I'm my only issue with this is that it's thirty-six and not higher. Yeah, and, and again, though, I mean, with with as much content that's out there. Right. If this list came out 20 years ago, top 10. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Top 25, maybe. 10 yeah, years okay, ago. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's there... still, acknowledge its importance. Yeah. Um, you definitely, uh, you know, it, it was funny. It was well done. It was cutting edge for the time. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, the cultural significance, absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, again, it, it, yeah, it was just such a brilliantly funny show. So clever. Um, it's still funny today. And that's yes. the thing. You know, I, I, that's how I judge a lot of these these older shows, especially the black and whites. Yeah. It's still funny today. Um, and again, Lucille Ball was a comedic genius uh, well before her time, groundbreaking comedian. And to be really the, the grandmother of the, 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 the mother of sci-fi. Right. With Desilu Studios, yeah. there would have without Lucille Ball, there wouldn't have been a Star Trek. No Star Trek, yeah. So I she deserves all the accolades. So yeah, to, to hit yeah. you know, low middles, fine. You know, for a yeah. For a show that ended in 1957, absolutely, she belongs on this right. list. <laughs> it's crazy. Yes. Uh, so, okay, so here's another one that I thought was an odd pick that I had to think about. Number 35, they put Lost. Absolutely not. Really? <laughs> <laughs> If there was a list for the, the, I don't know, fucking Lost just pissed me off. Um, yeah, 
But it was really good at it. I mean, okay, except for... It the- was. It was good at it. Oh, yeah. Well, I called the ending on episode three, season one. <laughs> and Sarah can attest to it. I'm like, fuck this. They're all dead. This is a dream. But <laughs> and, and again, thinking back as I was reading through this list, the one thing I remember about Lost is that at the time, everybody was talking about Lost. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that everybody watched that fucking show. Yep. It, it, they hung on it. And it was, yes. again, so as far as a cultural phenomenon goes, yeah, it deserves placement on the list. If we're looking at anything else <laughs> that, that would be considered good television, no. It was fucking clickbait before clickbait was a thing. Um, I'll tell you what. If Was this an ABC? Yeah, it was ABC. So if, if they had said from the outset, this is going to last three years. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the third year, we're never adding on another season. Wrap your story up. I bet it would have been amazing. I agree. But, you know, with American television, they have to write it assuming, A, that you may or may not get canceled week to week. So, you know, it's so absurd. I really wish American industry would adopt a more, like, British. Yeah, absolutely. You know, know, construct. don't, Don't drag it out until it's not making money. Just have a finite end. And I think yeah. this this is a miniseries that just went on far too long. Far too long. It should have ended at when the light went on at the hatch, if not a season before that. All right, that's fair. Okay. So, okay. This oh, for the, I got a little bit that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I disagree with this one wholeheartedly, but number 34, the U.S. version of The Office why do you disagree with it? I don't like the show. I, I don't either. I think it's crap. Yes. So, and what's funny is when, when we were back in the office, I worked with a lot of younger people. Yeah. And they were watching it for the first or second time. You know, they didn't watch it live, but they could watch it for 12 hours at a time on Netflix or where I think it was on Netflix at the time. And they yeah. ate the shit up. Nom, 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 nom. They thought it was yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah, people would, again, like in their late 20s, were quoting The Office to me. I'm like, I, I, I haven't seen that show in fucking, when was this? Yeah, like 2005 to 13. I'm like, I don't remember this fucking quote. You know? I, I can't it's a show I barely tolerated. Yeah. So, so what I tell them is, I'm like, all right, start watching it again, but look at it as if it's a documentary about hostile workplaces or toxic places to work. And it ruins the show mm. for him. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, like um, Steve Carell is like that that guy in your friend group that you can tolerate for about twenty minutes. Yeah, because he's trapped. After that, so like, if you don't shut the fuck up. I'm gonna choke you to death. Yeah. All right, maybe that's slightly dramatic. Um, he's twenty five minutes. Whoa, minutes. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. He's funny to a point. I'm like, oh. Yeah. You have to stop. Well, that's the thing. Again, I was I wanted to... The UK, the original UK version of The Office with Ricky Gervais. 
um, I found very funny. Oh, yeah. The UK version, the original version of this idea is is quite funny. Um, yes. But in a completely different way. Yeah, you cannot make an American show that is that dark and get away with it. It would never survive. Not with that's why they made um, Steve Carell's character more inept. And that's what made it more hard to watch. Yes, I agree with you. Had it been, you know, a not so inept, just a yeah. I know I'm kind of fucking up, but I'm just kind of that you know, that whole I'm faking it till I make it sort of thing. Yes. I'm trying. You know, everybody's you know. That's what made. Uh, Ricky Gervais's character in the UK version less hateable. Yes, that's, that's Whereas, a very good way to put it. <laughs> the Steve Carell character is like, well, you're just you're just everything that's wrong with American yeah. business. It, it, it was a farce. I mean, again, like you watch the UK office that, and again, as and it's, as it, sitcoms go. It, 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 I could see all of those characters existing in an office. Yeah, you know, but it's a tough watch. Yeah, and it's they're caricatures. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you're this person. You fit in this hole. You fit in this one. Whereas, like, I don't don't know. So the same thing, I guess, applies to the UK version, but it just seemed they they were more, I guess, realistic. Yes, and and again, the UK version was was like a tenth of the size of the US version. Yeah, it was three seasons done. Yeah. So again, uh, this has no place on the list. Be gone with you. Yeah, off friends with you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Sarah. Okay, so um, number thirty-three, Monty Python. Abs- absolutely, just delighted that this made the list. <laughs> because I think we've talked about this before. For I discovered Monty Python as a youth. Um, Sneaking out of bed and going downstairs and watching PBS at 11.30 at night. Uh, because it came on after Benny Hill. And Benny Hill sometimes had, well, it always had, those scantily clad yes. women running around chasing the bald man. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And then Monty Python came on. And it was just so brilliantly absurd. And I always felt for the longest time that I was, like, in a secret club. That... <laughs> I know Monty Python. I know the Flying Circus. I know these guys, and it was cool. Like you know, and then growing up and going into high school, and like other people have seen this. Oh, you yeah. know too. Ah, all right, right. yes. Mm-hmm. And then for it to show up, I think we talked about this when um, I was like in a linguistics class at OSU, and mm-hmm. I interviewed you about folk speech. No, it was a folklore class. <laughs> folk- um, yeah, because. Um, like all the theater people spoke in code, it's like you wouldn't carry on a conversation. You would just, it was like this call and response yeah, of Monty ex- Python quotes. An exchange of quotes from different yeah. movies, yeah. And again, yeah. I think you, you hit it exactly. It's that secret club. It's like, yeah. Um, it, it, it is the theater absurd. You know, it's just, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it, it's so funny. It's so funny. Brilliant and genius. And it was like, there was so... At the time, you know, in your circle of, of, in your bubble, like, only a handful of people got it. Right, yes. So you're like, ah, yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't get it. Uh, I do. 
Yeah, I agree with you. And I oh. I was so pleased as I was flipping through this, like just flipping the pages so angrily. I'm like, oh, okay. That, yeah. Yes. You know, at 33, fine. You know, I'll okay. take 33. So, number 32 will be brief because you've never watched it. Better Call Saul. True. Don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I'm betting, yeah. like, it's... Go ahead. It should be a lot higher, but... Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I can, I, I'm not going to do it, but I can go through here and probably pluck 10 shows out above this that it should. it's better than. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, I've never seen it, and I can do the same thing. <laughs> but it, it, just brilliant. Everybody should watch it, Tom especially. So, 31, however... Is eight seasons of Game of Thrones. I'll give you seven seasons of Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> seven seasons and maybe three episodes. <laughs> eight. Or what was it from Community? A six in a movie. Six. In, a movie's <laughs> coming. Apparently, where <laughs> it is, a movie's coming. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you that it, it was long in the dragon tooth. It, it was wrapped up. Poorly. However, yeah. leading leading up to the final season, it was nothing but brilliant. Yes. Uh, Game of Thrones, I thought, was absolutely crazy. And it was, again, it's one of those things that, like, I re... I, uh, well, it wasn't easy to catch when it was on, when I was overseas. Okay. Uh, so once we got back, it was like... All right, we got to catch up. We got to figure this out. We got to watch this. Uh, right. And it still, it still hadn't obviously, it still hadn't ended yet. So got the HBO thing, got all caught up, and it was like we got back, we got back here in like 2013, and I think season eight was supposed to kick, or season seven, I think right. was supposed to happen within that year or whatever. So it's like, all right, yeah. So we're all caught up. We're all good. God, what a great show! Fucking Jesus Christ. Season eight happens. What the fuck? When uh, all right, so you, you draw that line. Like here's where we had books to base it off of. Here's right. where we go off on our own. <laughs> yeah, here's where we lose the source material. Yes. Um, I would have much rather have, have waited a year or ten yeah. to, to have this wrap up. Yeah. In the way in the way that that, that that Martin wanted it to. Yeah. But uh I think it um the one good thing though is it it opened up the wallets at HBO a little bit to allow them to, you know Okay, right after this was Westworld, which I'm not gonna fuck, that show got so bad so fast, but that first season yeah. was so good and that probably never would have been made if it weren't for Game of Thrones. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that would, that would have been done. I mean, I'm surprised, like like Pennyworth. Have you watched Pennyworth? No. Oh, watch it! Oh, it's fucking! It's so much fucking fun! <laughs> it's so much fun! You need to watch fucking Pennyworth. All right, I'll tell you what, and I say this every three months. I will watch. Oh, it. God damn it! Are you gonna watch? <laughs> But you have to go back and watch not not starting with Better Call Saul. I know. Bad. 
Fuck. Yes. All right. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, Game of Thrones, eh, it shouldn't have ended where it did, but it, it was still a solid show. Yeah. Um, but one that was great until the very end, number 30, Parks and Recreation. Absolutely loved it. It was one of the joys of coming back to the States and being able to watch in its entirety from start to finish. Yes. So yeah. um, I, I loved the show when it was on. It was 2009 to 2015. And um, I started at the state in 2016. So um, <laughs> my first boss there, we, we would sit around and we would talk about you know pop culture and stuff. He's a, he's yeah. a big, uh, he's a nerd, So which was great. So yeah. It's like, did you ever watch that show Parks and Rec? I'm like, oh, yeah, was, I loved it. You know, I, I was a 30 Rock guy, so that was just natural for me. And he's like, all right, watch it as an actual bureaucrat. I'm like, oh, completely different show. I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny, like, but in wow. a different way. Yes. <laughs> like, this shit's so real. <laughs> right? Yes. It's, yeah. It's like, wow, this is like dark humor. <laughs> yeah, oh, <It's>, yes. <laughs> this isn't slapstick. This is real. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> I know these people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, Rolling Stone will get no argument from me, but number 29, they picked Roots. Um. Was it a TV show? I mean, uh, it was a mini. Hang on, for, let, before we get killed, this like transcends television. This actually, like, Roots is one of those things that, like, solidified. This is why TV exists. Yes. Oh, and especially at the time. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-seven uh, is when this came out. Such a brilliant. Miniseries, yep. brilliantly written, brilliantly cast, brilliantly acted, um, yep. executed, fantastic. Uh, I'm not sure why they felt the need to remake it, um, but yeah, uh, this shouldn't even be on the list because it, it transcends any sort of top 20, 50 list of wherever. Um, I mean, it should be like required viewing for for humans. Yeah, and uh, I am also grateful that it got people reading too. You know, you remember, and again, yeah. you're super young, but I remember like going into stores and that that eight hundred page copy of Roots was yeah. always in the front of all the book sections. You know, so yeah, it's, it's oh yeah, fantastic to, to get people to pick up something like that and read it. Yeah. So phenomenal. Excellent choice. Good job, Rolling Stone. Finally. Huzzah. Mm -hmm. um, I got nothing on this, but number 28, Friday Night Lights. No idea. Yeah, me neither. I, 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 lived, I lived in Texas. I know they're crazy about high school football. They're for freaks. Um, can't imagine it, uh, watching a TV show about it. All right. Enough said. <laughs> Deadwood. I watched the first several episodes of this. Oh my god, you're killing me. Really wanting to like it. And it <laughs> you, just you, again it wasn't your thing? It didn't take. I'm like, 
Dude, okay. It just didn't work for me. I don't know why. I love to. Like. Yeah. I, I, I'm a straight man. And I will sit and watch Timothy Oliphant read the yellow pages. Right? It's just, I don't know. There's something about this guy. I'm like, whatever he's doing is the most fascinating thing in the world. So, I, I love him. Killing people? Fuck yes, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> well, it's the thing. Like, I saw, you know, uh, um, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah. With oh, him. Fantastic and, show. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Great show. Like, why, like, I'm talking, like, why isn't he in everything? Yes. Yes. Like, he and Alan Tudjik should just take over the fucking industry. <laughs> right. <laughs> they would just be brilliant. Oh, God. Oh, there's such a great show. The, uh, the follow up movie they did uh, didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Um, it, that was, what, just a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah because Deadwood had been off for a while, and I remember there was a big hype about the movie. I'm like, oh. Yep. This, yeah, really 2019. Should... So it was three years ago after yeah. the show was 2004 to 2006. So, yeah, we didn't need it. I mean, it, it, I don't, it, it was stale by then, I guess, is the best way to put yeah. it. Just, you know, it run its course. And again, we've consumed so much since then that it's hard to go back. You know, yeah. It, oh, it was such a great show, though. So good. I mean, yes, there have been westerns on since TV started. This, I, mm-hmm. you could smell how bad this <laughs> the town smelled through the TV. <laughs> oh yeah, so I mean it was brilliantly done and gra- you know visually just stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, I don't know why. Huh. Maybe that'd be a good one to try again. You know, again, that was so long ago. No, this was like this was like last month. Oh fuck! Okay, never mind that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, because I saw it on the list. I'm like, Deadwood. I should look at that. <laughs> well, because it has that it has that Timothy fellow I like so much. Yes, that that fine young man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so going from Deadwood. To number twenty six, Sesame Street. Sunny day, <laughs> sweeping the clouds away. Absolutely, should be on the list, and that's a good spot for it. Halfway in, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's been alive. You know, it's been on the air for as long as I've been alive. Yeah, um, it started on PBS in nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and how does it work? Like, I, I mean, you don't have any younger kids either, but is it still on PBS and HBO, or is it just HBO now? I don't know. I want to say it's still on PBS. Good. Okay. But I think that there's. I don't know if HBO it's does like not, specials or it's. Yeah. it's I can't imagine it not being on PBS. Right, and that's just that's hard-based classism to say. You know, here's here's the best show ever created to help out preschoolers. Oh, yeah. but we're gonna tuck it behind this fifteen dollar a month <laughs> yeah. channel that you have to pay eighty dollars a month with cable to get to. Right. You know, Sesame yeah, Street. No. It, it's it should be out there for every single child in the world. Yeah, and I'm not sure what the deal is. Every day. 
Yeah. That and Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. spoiler alert, is not on the fucking list at all. <laughs> but again, it's the same thing with cop shows, man. You've got 50 slots. I, I don't think you can dedicate more than one to kids' shows. You can't not omit <laughs> all right, Mr. So, fucking Rogers. Sorry. I agree. I'll say I'll save my ire till next time. Yeah. There's so much meat there. So um on Peacock right now there's this documentary about Barney the Dinosaur. Called I Love You, You Hate Me. Yeah. It, it's fascinating. But they have um the guy that played Steve on Blues Clues, they interview him as part of the yeah. documentary. And he, he brings up this very valid point. He says, um, you know, Barney was so pure that it's just in human nature to want to tear him down. Right. He says, when you compare it to characters on Sesame Street, and he pointed out, it's like Bert. Bert was broken. Grover? Yeah. There was something wrong with Grover. He was broken. You know, these these characters, they were... They were all flawed. Yes, they were absolutely flawed. And And that's what made those fucking puppets relatable. Yes, they were just, they were pieces of felt being manipulated <laughs> by a puppeteer, but yeah. they felt so real because there yeah. was depth to them. Yeah. And they you know, weren't perfect. It, like at that age when you're four or five or six, they're, nah, I guess like three, four, and five, right? It's probably closer. You know, um, those characters are probably your first friends. Yeah, the, the, the first insight is into well, the first time you see somebody asking the same asking the questions that you have in your head yes that's yes it's like oh you you don't know that either right well I'm not then I'm not dumb <laughs> I'm not I'm not alone we, we both don't know that so okay it's not unusual that I don't know things right or I get frustrated or angry or upset that you know something happens. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yes, that... Yeah, that Sesame Street was brilliant. So brilliant. So good. Okay, and that... God, and the way they good. dealt with Mr. Hooper dying? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> the book was so much better. Oh, you damn your eyes. They were, it was not. <laughs> you can't see Big Bird cry in a book. <laughs> oh fuck! Threw it all in one episode, like a half the list. I didn't think we were gonna. Be- I was worried. Yeah, we're good at this. So um, we'll come back in a couple weeks, do twenty-five to one, and then we will squeeze in a Christmas special for everybody because we love you so yeah. much. Yeah, our gift to you. Yeah. And I think that, and then January brings us up to three years worth of programming. Oh, damn! Right? Yeah, because in my little Facebook memories, three years ago was the Bob Dylan concert. Yeah, November fourth. <laughs> yeah, then we kicked the show off right after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we head into our fourth year in a couple months. Woohoo! The thought. We've learned and taught nothing, and I am so proud of us.
And thank you for joining us on this road to nowhere. <laughs> but we did run long, and we'll talk to you soon. So right. um, I have nothing of importance to say to you, so I'll just bid you adieu. Ciao for now. Thank you.